Welcome to Season 3, Episode 7 of the Hashtag 59 Podcast. Mike and Amy, the co-founders of Hashtag 59, are here once again as we, in this season, are exploring all 50 states in America, one state at a time. We're sharing outdoor adventure in each of them, five to be exact. Uh, We're doing this because we believe adventure is everywhere. This state that we're covering today is smaller in size than Wrangell St. Elias National Park in Alaska. So that means your adventures are going to be hopefully void of long drives or flights in between them. So that's all I could really come up with for that. (laughs) Uh, Let's join us on the inside for a look at five ways to adventure in the state of Hey everybody, Mike R. here from Hashtag 59. As I mentioned, we are getting ready for another one of our Outdoor Adventure podcasts. Our location and recording sponsor of this podcast is Hopewell Works. It's a place that I'm a member at, and I'm actually here with Brian Z, who's been on the podcast before and is in charge of Hopewell Works. Brian, say hey and uh, tell us, why are you sponsoring the Hashtag 59 podcast? Well, it's definitely not just your good looks, Mike. Uh, we are glad to have you guys here. Uh, no, we love Hashtag 59. We love anyone that's rooted in the interest of exploration. And we believe part of what we're doing is designing a, an experience here where you can expand your horizons, change your environment for your workday, for your friends, uh, your meetups, your groups. So as you mentioned, uh, Hopewell here, we, we run what we call like a student union for professionals. So if you want to come in and use our coffee cafe, we're open to the public. The membership unlocks high-speed Wi-Fi, private events, and some other spaces. So for us here, you know, it's all about trying to find people, like, connecting with themselves and with each other. Well, we love being here. All of our podcasts are recorded here. And how can people find out more information? Yeah, uh, the Internet is by by far the best place to look for us, hopewell.works. And um, you can also, also just shoot any one of us a message on any of the social media platforms and we'll get back to you. Wonderful. Let's head on into the inside of the Hashtag 59 podcast. Hey everybody, Mike and Amy here talking about Connecticut. And Amy just said she didn't throw in a fun fact. So we only have one for you today about Connecticut. Is that, is, I think that, I think think our community is going to be okay with that. Uh, So a fun fact about the state of Connecticut as we get started in this podcast episode Connecticut, a little bit of rebel rousers, <laughs> never ratified the 18th Amendment on Prohibition. Hmm. So they just so kind they just of, kind of like thanks, you know, but they, no thanks. They like ignored it. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Connecticut and Rhode Island both did. Well, a little like you know, thanks for the thanks for the feedback. <laughs> we're not going to do this anyway. We're just going to kind of keep on doing what we're doing. <laughs> so five outdoor adventures in the state of Connecticut. And I think this is part of the fun why we're doing this. You and I were kind of like, what are we going to find yeah. here in Connecticut? And uh, We got I, a couple things. I, I, yeah, I do think so. I started with, you can tour Mark Twain's old house. Which is, a, I, that's, I like doing stuff like that. It was it's history. It was wonderful. And they got, as it relates to outdoor adventure and travel, they got all Twain's old quotes up there, like travel is oh, fatal cool. to prejudice. And the stories about how when he used to travel around the world in his 20s and 30s. I mean, that that dude got around yeah. for living in the late 1800s, early does, 1900s. Does his house have a large garden or anything or no? 
think no, I not, went there, but I don't remember. Not a huge, no, like a decent size land. He had he had one of those, of course, like weird writer's rooms, like that Hemingway yeah. had at his house yeah. and Twain had at his. But he also had a billiard room where I guess he would uh, invite over other fellow writers and they uh-huh. would play billiards till the wee hours <laughs> of the morning. But you can go tour Mark Twain's old house. It's in the capital of Hartford and it's pretty easy to get to and it's a nice half day. Yeah. And I think that's fun because <clears throat> Twain is a, he was a great writer and also he was one, I mean his, one of his quotes is on the front page of our website. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So what do you, so you what, have to go there. Yes, you have <laughs> to go there. What do you have on the list, Amy? Um, so another one that we came up with was the Traveler Restaurant, uh, which is on the border of Connecticut and Massachusetts. We're going to give this one to Connecticut, though. Yeah. So the cool thing about this is um, if you go there, every diner gets a free book. How lovely is that? I mean, good food, good books. Good and it's times. all, and it's all, tra- it's all like, it's about like travel. Yeah. So. Exactly. They, they said they give away 1,000 to 2,000 books each week, and they called it the Hungry Bookworms. Wait, how do they get – do they just buy the books? Are they donated? We don't know. Yeah. Traveler Restaurant, let us know. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, well, owner Marty Doyle, an avid reader, started bringing books into his restaurants in the mid-1980s as a way to thin his oversized oh, collection. Makes sense. And now you can wander the stacks – and they all, oh, so it looks like people bring them, and most are donated by uh, area libraries and oh, community cool. members. And I wonder if you get to pick which book you want, or you just get one. Yeah, you get a line, you get to walk around the shelves. Like, oh, but, and you can yeah, grab one. because they said um, there's been a maybe it would be more fun though if the server just handed you a book. Michael Crichton's <laughs> eaten there and signed books before. Oh, cool. John, John Updike has there as well. So I think that's a pretty that's I a mean, cool place. Yeah, to yeah. I, I think like that would it. be a great stop on the road trip. I then had the Hogpen Hills Farms, which it's visual. Like yeah. this is going to be hard it's to describe. Like an art, it's like an art installation. Yes. In the middle of a field. Yes. Yes. And that that is actually a very is good that way. that <laughs> is a very good way to describe it. It is. Uh, it is. By a famous design designer and computer scientist out of Yale, but he it it's really magnificent and it's got this little, like weird travel vibe I think to it. Like there's an Airstream RV that looks like it's on top of a teeter totter. Yeah. And then there's spaceships and like big bugs. And you know we love Space Camp <laughs> and are big proponents of that. Oh my gosh, I forgot. I went home last weekend. Yeah. And my mom was like, "Here, you should take this with you." It is a photograph of me at space camp with all my other space camp people. Oh, boy. I should have I brought it. I feel like we're going to have to revisit that <laughs> podcast. And we definitely have to share that photo I was okay. on the podcast. Okay. okay. <laughs> space camp aside, the Hogpen Hills Farms has a great couple hours to spend to see some really you neat. You probably get a picnic. Art. Yeah. Bring a picnic there. And you're walking around, enjoying the outdoors. Looking at some art. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice day. Where you really want to do this next one. Well, I didn't even really like oysters. But (laughs) there is a Hummock Island oyster tour that I found that looked 
like it would be a fun a fun day, especially because you could do a sunset boat tour. Um, you get to learn the important history of oystering in Connecticut. I did not know there was an important history of oystering. And you'll also, I know, and then you'll also learn how to properly shuck an oyster. Great. So. I'm not good at it. <laughs> I don't really eat fish anymore, but when I did, I was terrible at it. See? There you go. So, yeah, you get to go on this, this oyster tour. Nice. On a boat. That's great. It doesn't like going on a boat for the day. And then learning about the important history of, of oysters. oysters. Yeah. <laughs> the last one I had was the Nip Muck Marathon. It's uh, the oldest, I believe. Let me double check that. we got to get all of our, our facts. Yeah, I know. But um, it is, uh, it's through the Connecticut Forest and Park Association. What's interesting about this trail marathon, though, is it's capped at 180 runners. That's not that many. No. So it's a very intimate race. Is there a reason they cap it? I think uh, I think part of the, the trails, and they want to keep it. Oh, they want to keep it small. Yeah, and, yeah. So it's been going on for 36 years, though. And it is in the quiet countryside of eastern Connecticut. You know, if you just need a, you know. Take some time for yourself. Yeah. So that's something I thought was interesting. Then, like, if you're a runner, then trying to just sign up for, like, the standard race that all the cities have where you're on the pavement. This one's, like, through the woods. Yeah, this one's through the woods, and it's very intimate. And it's been, I mean, 36 years. That's a long time. Yeah, it goes back to 84. So I think that's a pretty good list. You can go, you can get a book and talk travel with strangers. And some food. You can see some outdoor art. You can tour one of the oldest, like, travel proponents of, like, I mean, Mark Twain was, like, one of the pioneers of proponents of international travel. You can go on an oyster tour. And then you can go. Run through the forest. Yeah, run through the forest. So, we got you, Connecticut. (laughs) Pretty cool. Uh, So, why don't you share the pop culture bonus item, Amy? This is good. This might be my favorite. So, I don't know if some of the younger people know, but there was a movie back in the day called Mystic Pizza, and it was actually Julia Roberts' first movie, pretty sure. Um, So, it's an actual place in Mystic, Connecticut. Um, So, they've been serving up slices the same way since 1973. And um, if you go there, fans of the film might notice how similar the restaurant is to the one in the movie, even though they did not film the movie there. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? Just copycatting. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and all the pies are made with a secret recipe sauce, and it's never been re- revealed to outsiders. Mystic pizza. Yeah. I want to go get some pizza there. I would love me? to go get some pizza there. <laughs> and the fact that it was Julia Roberts' like first, first movie. Yeah. Like, oh, so, I mean, of yeah. Of, like, importance. Because yes. she, like, yeah. Probably actually still, in terms of importance, her most important movie. Well, because it's about pizza. Yeah, I know. I love pizza. Who are you bringing uh, as your local tour guide to Connecticut? I'm going to bring Kevin Bacon, mostly because then I can be one of the first, you know, um, series of Who Knows Kevin Bacon. Well, you will then know the whole world. Exactly. If you have Kevin Bacon as a tour guide. Right? <laughs> I did not know Kevin Bacon hailed from the state of CT. I, I didn't either until I looked it up. I'm bringing Annie Leibovitz, who is a, a good idea. I love her. You photography. guys can go take pictures at the outside. We places. will do it. We're just gonna take. Yeah, 
we're just going to go on some photo tours. Yeah. But Annie Leibovitz is a, is an amazing photographer. I've seen some of her exhibits at the Wexner Center in Columbus, Ohio, and elsewhere. And uh, probably, probably outside of Ansel Adams, my favorite photographer. Yeah. Yeah. She has a lot of portraits. Yes, she does. And the item that we are packing, uh, well, it is the Constitution State, and we like our jokes here at Hashtag 59, <laughs> so you got to pack a bill for Congress, just not a prohibition one, because they won't, they they won't, won't sign it. No, they will not sign it. They will not sign it. They'll tell you about the history of oystering, but they <laughs> will not ever outlaw alcohol. Thanks, Connecticut. Thanks for letting us get to know you a little bit better. Uh, And thank you for listening to our 50 State Outdoor Adventures podcast. Today's episode featured Connecticut. If you like what you hear, subscribe, listen to our past episodes, and of course, leave us a review. We would be very grateful. Check out hashtag59.com for our past podcast episodes and seasons, hundreds of blogs, and our upcoming outdoor events and or team outings. See you next time.